0: This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. All right, we're going to get started today. Hey, thanks so much for coming, everybody. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're the real heroes out here. Here's something cool. You're in the nexus of several realities. <laughs> it's kind of like we're in the m crystal, only there are fewer dark beasts. And if you get that extremely nerdy reference, you're in the right pra- place. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Meltdown Network podcast crossover spectacular. Uh, so uh, to my left here are uh, podcasters from the Meltdown Network, including myself. Uh, it's a geeky network. Uh, we record uh, Podcast in Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. Has anybody here been to Meltdown Comics, the store in Los Angeles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's woo, only like woo. the greatest comic book store ever, right? Um, and yeah, there's a sound booth there, and uh, these amazing folks and myself, we all record uh, podcasts there. So uh, I'm going to let them uh, bri- briefly introduce themselves, name of their show, and what their show is about. And uh, I'll start. Uh, My name is Jeffrey Golden. I host a show called Two Packs, T-W-O Packs. It's a trading card comedy show where I open up weird retro trading cards with comedians and we find out what's uh, inside.
1: Hi, my name is Mason Booker, and I'm the producer of most of these shows, and I work at, uh, I'm one of the creative heads over at Meltdown Comics, and I also host my own podcast, which is Anime Attic, which is the uh, show where we go into your attic and blow the dust off of old and forgotten anime and kind of bring it out and reevaluate it, because there's a lot of uh, really good stuff that now flies under the radar if it's, you know, before 2007.
2: Hey guys, I'm Natasha Chandel. Uh, I host Kinda Dating. It's a comedy dating podcast at Meltdown Comics uh, where I talk to celebrity and expert guests and we break down one dating topic every episode and try to figure out why the f... do we all have commitment issues? Um, and yeah, we were just featured on iTunes New and Noteworthy and uh, love doing it and love Meltdown.
3: Hello. I am Matt Kennedy. I host Pod Sequentialism. And um, my show kind of grew out of a book I had written about collaborations between writers and artists. It was called Pop Sequentialism. And we did a, an art show that toured the world. And I also run La Luz de Jesus Gallery. Anybody ever been to Wacko or La Luz de Jesus? All right. Um, I'm somewhat responsible for that, for better or worse. And um, actually, if you tune into my podcast, the latest podcast, it is with Natasha. So we did a crossover show, and um, I kind of played the kind of dating questionnaire, which none of you care about. (laughs) But she's awesome on it and um this is actually the 52nd tomorrow the 52nd episode of my show goes up so it's one year old
2: congrats um, i'm the second oldest show on the network that's hard to do that's very hard
3: Uh, hard to do weekly hardly any breaks and um if you go to the booth we've got some postcards and stuff Um, i'm i'm a semi-regular guest on kevin smith's show and um also on the marvel movie news with matt key So um, I kind of, I approach things a little bit differently in that it's ostensibly about comics, but it's also more about pop culture and it's more about issues. And um, so feel free to send me your hate mail.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Nice. Uh, I'm Dan Brozo. I do a podcast with three other guys
4: called Battlecast. And we basically take characters from all kinds of things, video games, comics, movies, books. And we do like a role playing battle between these characters to see who would win between them and uh, it's kind of like I tell people it's a celebrity death match meets Dungeons and Dragons there's a lot of like dice rolls and stuff like that um, but yeah it's really fun we've been doing it for three years sorry to throw shade dude but we've been doing it for a long time and we just joined the Meltdown Network uh, earlier this year like I think in September and uh, yeah we're happy to be here and our show's pretty cool and you should check it out and there's a lot of toilet humor on it too so if you guys are into that you should check it out doo doo I'm Aristotle,
5: I'm one of the hosts of Meltcast 3.0, along with a rotating roster of other hosts along with me. Uh, I'm by far the laziest host, for sure, <laughs> up on this panel, but um, I, I always sell Meltcast as the experience of being in the store, because I've been going there for a long time, and there's always great conversations with the staff and the customers, and so, I feel like that's what I brought to the podcast.
0: Terrific. So, uh, before we get started uh, with the crossover segment, um, I want to offer a challenge. Uh, Get out your phones. If you are the first person to subscribe to all the shows here today on iTunes, I will give you a prize, and it is... That's pretty cool. It's uh, Batman versus Joker, uh, the DC trading card comic game. And uh, and if you're not into this, you probably know someone who is, and you could give it to them as a Christmas gift. So if you subscribe to all of our uh, shows on iTunes, you get those subscriptions. Raise your hand. I'll stop the show, check the phone, see that you've you've subscribed, and uh, and we'll go from and we'll give you this prize. So let's let's begin. So everybody, all the hosts here want this. This is the sword of power, but also skulls. If you have this sword, you are hosting the show and everyone else is your guest on the show. And uh, I'm gonna pass this down after five minutes Uh, And uh, we'll do five-minute shows that way, and we'll pass it down. Pass the sword around, and uh, we'll basically do uh, a whole bunch of shows for you in a very short amount of time. Please don't say pass the sword around. (laughs) Please don't say what? Pass the sword around. Pass the sword around. Get it? Ooh, it's a joke. Anyway, um, and since I've got the sword, first I'm going to start as two-packs. From the nexus of realities inside L.A. Comic Con, it's Two Packs with me, Jeffrey Golden. Welcome to Two Packs, the trading card comedy show where I open up packs of weird, retro, licensed to kill trading cards with funny friends. And this week, I'm joined by the host of the Meltdown Network. Whoa. <laughs> and today, we will be opening from tops. James Bond 007 Moonraker Raker. Cards <laughs> 1979. If you're a James Bond fan, then you know that Moonraker is the best of the James Bond movies. Easily. Name another James Bond movie. You can't because you only think of Moonraker. It's the first one you think of. So uh, I'm going to open these up and I'm going to pass them down to you guys and uh, tell me what you guys find. Tell me what uh, what funny cards you guys uh, find.
3: See What's funny is that The first James Bond movie Was Dr. No And this was Dr. Oh No Uh, Take two Uh Dr. Oh
0: No I like it Another good one Another good one from Matt Oh sticker I'll uh Don't eat the gum I did that I'll start us off One or two Um I'll start us off. Real quick, general
1: warning, don't eat the gum.
0: Oh yes, the gum is always toxic. I've had uh, three guests at this point uh, try to chew the gum. The gum is 30 years old in some cases. It's not good anymore. It's bad. Dan, don't do it. I'm so serious. It has actually absorbed the
3: ink Dan, from the cards. I'm so, so I'm tempted, I'm so dude. serious.
1: Dude, if you do <laughs> it, you're going to Talk sure. to Matt. Matt did it. Matt, tell him. You're going to it. If you do do it, please be near
0: a trash can because <laughs> you will I got a strong it.
4: stomach, dude. I think I could take this. <laughs> All right. Go for it, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try a nibble of it. Well, (laughs) resume your business. I'll be over here vomiting.
2: Thank God. I've done it. I'm so serious, Dan.
4: It's
0: like stucco, dude. It
4: snapped off. Uh,
0: I've got one here that's uh, called Escorted by Jaws, and it shows, I believe, James Bond walking through some kind of ancient tunnel Um, But the thing is that, I guess this character's name is Jaws, because when I think of Jaws, I think of a shark. And so I was a little confused looking at it. It's like, escorted by Jaws. I don't see a shark there. But um, what I do like is this on the back. It says, here's what your completed red border puzzle will look like. So when you get enough trading cards uh, in some packs, you get like a puzzle. And look at this ridiculous uh, James Bond. it's like James bonded space he's wearing a spacesuit I it's hard to look suave in a spacesuit that's my argument like it's a clunky thing it's big puffy thing it's hard to, to pull that off I his think. hair
4: is super protected in there though
0: he's super protected yeah. I don't I don't doubt his that he's is snug not and get warm. must yeah I don't doubt that he's snug and warm but uh, you know I, in space but uh, I don't I don't see him as a much of a hero who's got another who's got a, a funny card or something they want I want to point out here.
2: Mine says evil assassin Chang.
0: And what does it what is it it's show racist. on the what does it yeah, show there? It's racist.
2: It shows uh, an evil assassin Chang. <laughs> no, this this shows, is
1: amazing. <laughs>
2: it shows um, an Asian man wielding some big thing, and his <laughs> mouth is like super wide open, like he's going to attack you. <laughs> uh, and I don't know enough of the reference.
0: Oh God, you know what? Who just is look-
2: evil assassin Chang?
0: Oh, just looking a video at that. helmet. Just looking at that trading card is frightening. It's just like, if you were like, if you like, if if you'd say, it's like, turn around, and then you just like, shove that in my face, and be like, oh God, it's Evil Assassin (laughs) Chang. Oh no. Anyone else
3: got a card they want to point out? I'm going to perform a magic trick in which I'm going to put Jeffrey on this card. Oh. (laughs) Done. Look at that. Is that Jeffrey or what? Is that me?
0: Yeah, it does. Is that me in there?
3: (laughs) The Jeffrey, when we were a Bond villain,
0: the oh, uh, that was in the early, late seventies.
2: <laughs> when, when
0: I was before I was born, I was in a mechanical suit that made me look like a human. Hey, uh, at the end of the, at the end of every episode, we trade cards. Everybody, trade your cards real fast. We've got thirty seconds. Hurry, trade these cards. I want the one that looks like me. <laughs> I Want the one that looks like me. No. Does it look like me? Yeah. yeah it does kind of look like me Actually'm and, yes, and, sur- and I'm surrounded by uh, some really cool henchmen too who are wearing like uh, I want to say like like gold sperm costumes <laughs> with like whole, with like giant guns. All right and it looks like my time is done and I will peacefully transfer power <laughs> the sword.
2: Yeah Mason
1: Mason.
2: Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.
1: Thank you. I will, I will gratefully accept this on behalf of Anime Attic. So welcome to Anime Attic, everybody, the show where we go into your attic and blow the dust off of old and forgotten anime. Sometimes it's sometimes a little more modern. Um, I'm on the spot. <laughs> Who wants to talk about an anime? Who knows any anime before 2007? I'm looking at anybody. Akira! Akira! Akira. Oh my god, this is an epic film that we should definitely talk about one of the last hand completely hand drawn films uh, of course by uh, directed by Katoshiro Otomo based on his manga of the same name which was an epic sprawling thing essentially if you want to sum it up about psychic children that uh, go around killing people and the government that chases after them set against the my life story the gentle backdrop of uh, Tokyo Japan after World War 3 undergoing incredible social change <laughs> Anybody have any thoughts about that? Matt, you've seen it. I have, I have. I actually
3: own quite a few um, original cells from Akira. Um, original and, animation yeah, cells? Yeah, yeah. I have three of the key those are, setups. Those are it worth it so
0: much money. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, that is, that is a very expensive uh, hobby yeah. you have there, my friend.
3: It wasn't when I started collecting them, which is back when, when the film was originally released and Steam Hammer Pictures released it in theaters in the United States. Um, there was a way where you could buy a special ticket to the movie that came with... <laughs> An actual cell oh, from the cool, film. Yeah. Um, there were so many cells for this from the film for its length. That it was there's. Maybe hundreds of thousands of cells, but I was able to track down a couple of the key setups, which have the painted backgrounds, multi-layer cells, including the shot of uh, Kaneda looking over his shoulder on the motorcycle, which was in the back of the um, the DVD box. Well, actually, this it's is back this to the
1: is VHS. an iconic shot yeah. where a lot of people, if you've seen Akira, his uh, it it semi revolved There's a plot device that revolves around Kaneda's bike, which is basically this super retro. Uh, futuristic red racer bike. That's uh, it's super cool. I can't believe you have that. That's it's dope. This is a cool
4: moment because I don't think I've ever met an Akira hipster
3: before. But, like this is this is yeah, There's a legend I, right here, folks. See, Akira is actually not even cool enough. I also have robot. You sound like a hipster, cell. dude. That's all I'm hearing.
5: I uh, I I. When Kanye have, starts loving Akira, that's when you know it's gone. Totally
2: mainstream.
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh, I too have an anime animation cell. Uh. A Samurai Pizza Cats Cell That I got for $10 At a Comic Con Nice (laughs) And it shows Two of the Samurai Pizza Cats Up close But it's hard to discern What's happening around them (laughs) Is this like a
1: knockoff Of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, Yes It was It was a knockoff of. It was was one of the many It was
2: so good though Even I remember that one Yeah Are you sure this is
1: anime Or is this an American animation? No I'm pretty sure It looked like an anime
2: Yeah it looked it It was a horrible knockoff Of
0: Ninja Turtles
1: (laughs)
2: But it is the yeah. one I know. That's racist. Well, I don't know well, what else why you're did you like it about? so much. I mean, there were pizza cats. Y- yeah, <laughs> pizza. That, that's they what that's, so that's what sells it to you. Yeah.
1: What did they do? What did these pizza I, cats do? What
2: did they, I mean, they, I can't. Well, so remember you don't remember. even they, it. They, you know it? No, because I have I so thought bad you knew memory. the show. Don't they do? Bad <laughs> memory.
0: <laughs> they went on adventures. Yeah, they went on pizza-related adventures. <laughs> they like so kind of adventures. Are you like we need cheese?
1: Dude, we need cheese for this pepperoni. pizza. Has
3: anybody seen the Pizza Hut Japanese commercials that star cats working at Pizza Hut? Pizza-kato. <laughs> that sounds and amazing. And as you might think, cats are terrible
0: employees. <laughs> I would think that. I have a cat. It it's on YouTube. Check it out. My cat does nothing for me.
1: I bet, okay. it, would, I bet it would change if you added uh, catnip to it. But I wanted to go back real quick. Your Steamline, your your note about the Steamline, it was actually interesting. They actually, uh, Steamline released the first version of Akira, which was really cool. And the, uh, they did a dub which I find to be a very superior dub to the dubbed version that came out about 10 years later with much more money. And that dub was not as good in my opinion. It really sucked. So if you can, if you want to see Akira, which I highly recommend because it's an amazing piece of film work and a wonderful storyline. And and read the manga if you want, but it'll take you forever. But see the movie because it's great. And if you're going to see a dub, I mean, how... Real quick, who, who watches Sub, who watches Dub? Anybody, anybody watch anime at all? Sub versus dubs. Sub versus Dub. Sub or Dub, who's raising? Sub. Subs. Subs? subs. 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 subs.
2: subs. subs. Hands up for Subs.
1: Hands up for Dubs. Dubs. Yeah. Oh man, like we're 50-50, we're, we're yeah, right? yeah. both. Which, which one do you like better, the both? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. And the voice so, actors, for oh. sure, yeah. Three, I, I'm totally two, into Subs and everyone else in Attic Rocks. Thank you so much.
2: Hey, it's my turn Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating The comedy dating podcast where I, your host Natasha Chandell And some really cool guests, these guys and you Break down the dating world and try to figure out Why the flying earth do we all have commitment issues Um, Today's topic, somebody throw it out What what dating topic are we going to talk about today? Name anything you want to discuss Anything about dating, okay? Let's talk fantasy versus reality, okay? Because we're at Comic Con today. So, does everybody here like do you have like a fantasy girl or guy in your head? Like, you know, I'm gonna assume everybody's whatever your sexual orientation is. Mary Jane Parker, right? Yeah, okay, so that's yours. Do do you guys have one like a fantasy?
3: I'm married to a beautiful Japanese woman. There you go. Okay,
2: so that has has it ever been that like your That's the
3: trick here, because you said Mary
5: Jane, and you said your wife. That's like, oh, do I go real life, I? I
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's hedging his bets. But that's what it is, right? Like, if you guys all think about whatever your fantasy is in your head, um, do you think that that actually stops you, or does that interfere with when when you're actually presented with reality? Like, sometimes we, like, I can't, like idolicize people in our heads and then we go out and we are on a date and we're like oh well who was it mary jane did you say I,
1: well that was just a random pick but yeah. I, I i understand what you're saying the uh the concept of putting someone up on a pedestal because yeah. the idea of them is often more appealing than mm-hmm. the actual person so you see someone across the hall or whatever oh my god i bet they would be amazing i'd love to spend time with them you go out on a date with them they're not maybe they have a deal breaker maybe they're married whatever yeah.
0: It's uh it's just like Doug with Patty Mayonnaise guys when they finally get together it's very disappointing. There was no chemistry there. It was all on Doug. It was all in Doug's head. I'm so sorry.
2: But like how much of it has to be like our um us working on not comparing people to whatever this fantasy is and really you know giving letting people be human because sometimes we'll go in and even as a girl like maybe my fantasy is you know uh, really my fantasy guy was like Peter Parker I was like oh he's such a hot nerd and you know but now when you when you go out and you meet people I'm like oh you don't have radioactive powers all right well
0: I like that that being doused with radiation (laughs) is a turn on for you absolutely (laughs) and
2: you can do what Peter Parker does um, what's but it's a, what's a present
3: once you open it? What's what? What's a present
1: exactly. once you open it? Yeah. But does that mean you can't be happy with what you get?
4: Yeah, it could be like a Nintendo 64 or something, dude. Yeah, it could you be. It could be, a, it up could with be that an present.
1: amazing present. I'm just saying. You know, it so could
3: be. But it's no longer the potential it is the thing that it right, is right it's
1: it's the reality yeah. of versus the expectation right, which yeah. i get the fantasy is always superior but that doesn't mean i guess i would argue that you shouldn't base your expectations on fantasy but having a fantasy is is a healthy thing
2: yeah so we're going to do something called five questions. We do it at the end of every podcast. I ask my guests the same five dating questions. It's our version of the Bernard Pivot Questionnaire, but we made it into a dating kind of thing. It's very revealing about people. I ask the guests every uh, the exact same questions, and I don't give any comments. So, guys, your answers. Um, what is uh, the first? Uh, what's the first thing you look for in a potential partner? However, you interpret that
0: talent. Ooh, wittiness?
1: Conversation? Uh,
2: Is the question look for
1: or notice?
2: Whatever you want.
1: Okay, because normally it's notice. What's a notice? What's the first thing you notice? Hair. 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 Go for it, So, Uh,
5: Good sense of humor.
4: Yeah, those are all, you guys are like being... Too, like, nice, you know? <laughs>
2: it's personal. Like, whatever. first
4: thing I look at is, like, a lady's butt, so,
2: okay, you know, yeah, like, there you the go. it's or not the like ball,
4: a make-or-break thing, but, you know, it's <laughs> no, like it where does. my eyes drift immediately. Everybody Sorry. is
2: allowed to have whatever yeah. they want. Um, what's your biggest uh, turn-on? Maybe that's the... Lady's butt. <laughs> there you go.
3: Second that.
0: Butts are great. Oh, I'll, I'll Yeah, they're here, man.
3: Okay. Yeah. I guess <laughs> biggest turn-on? I need to reverse this because I think I gave the answer to this question. Okay. So um, the turn-on for me is a talent. It's not a specific talent, but if someone is very good at a particular thing, I find that very attractive. And so the first thing I notice if I'm on a, a date with someone for the first time, it's how they treat the servers. Mm. Right. Where do you draw the line on talents though? Like, what if it's like juggling or something?
2: Hey, hey, we're not allowed to give if. comments to this. I'm asking questions, this is a comment. Well, yeah. I, I, I
3: dated a girl who was in Cirque du Soleil. All right. Ooh, okay, damn, a so talent. there's the line, yeah. That's if you're a talent. juggler, you have to be in Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Four, yeah.
2: What's one? Oh, there we go. Guys, two, subscribe to Kind of And watch our panel tomorrow.
3: Yes. Or Your pass time. the sword. By the power of Green Skull, <laughs> I have the microphone. Um, I am Matt Kennedy. I, I host the Pod Sequentialism show um, on the Meltdown Network. It is the second oldest show on the network that started on the network. Um, History of the Batman, I think, is the oldest, right? And um, History was the so first. we had to we had to go out and find a ringer who'd been out here for three years. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and um, the focus of my show is that I talk to comic book professionals. Um, and other people in pop culture. And I ask them the types of questions that other people don't necessarily ask. And it can be about contract negotiations. It can be how much you get paid per page. It can be, um, is it better to work for DC than Marvel or for yourself? Um, you know, How do you sustain a living as a comic book professional? Um, you know how do things change when you license a property? What were things like before you became a well-known comic um, creator? And. Um we sort of wrap it up in the way that um, I've been compared to Charlie Rose and that I ask the types of questions in the manner that you might expect from um, a Charlie Rose type interview or 60 minutes type profile. But um, that means we get into some some issues that become pretty controversial, uh, not because I'm fascinated with controversy but because for some reason, there's a lot of a lot of subjects on the table and especially the people who are creative want to talk about that may put them at odds with their audience. Um, we've done shows on um, the lack of diversity in comics and that has changed over time and certainly comics have gotten more diverse. Um, one of the, the points that I raised in one of those podcasts was about that I found it harder to believe that, um, that these characters in comics didn't know um, someone who was gay than they could fly. That, um, that the odds, you know, one in five, that how come there aren't more um, gay characters in the lives of superheroes? Why aren't there more people of color populating cities like New York and Los Angeles and Chicago and their. Um, and their equivalents in, in the comics where they don't use those those cities. And certainly that's becoming more of a thing, but I think that's become more of a thing because of the popularity on television of comic book characters. And so the, the first person I had on the show um, was, aside from the guy who actually kicked off the British comic book invasion, uh, also co-wrote the latest Mad Max film, Brennan McCarthy, and we had him on the show when he was in town for the, the premiere for Mad Max uh, Fury Road and he talked about the challenges of trying to make fine art via comic books in England in the 1970s and it kicking off during the punk movement and that it took quite a few years for American publishers to notice this group of talent that he introduced Alan Moore to uh, Karen Berger at TC Comics and um, it was these meetings that they had in a pub in, in London that brought in people like Neil Gaiman and people like um, his um, frequent collaborator Pete Milligan and Grant Morrison and all these people that um, that explosion of talent that kind of changed the face of comics in the, uh, the late 80s and uh, to some extent a little bit earlier but especially in the 90s and with the explosion of the Vertigo imprint that um, we have to thank the fact that England was such a crappy place to live in the 1970s, <laughs> that um, that harsh economic uh, decline usually breeds great art. You know, if you look at New York City in the late 70s and early 80s, which was not that much different than Thatcher's England, um, the Bronx was like a demilitarized zone. Um, you know, the Lower East Side was was incredibly terrible, and you have an explosion of hip hop. You have an explosion of um, the downtown art scene with uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat and Keith Haring. And when you, if you look at places now that seem kind of dismal, I mean, there should be great things coming out of Detroit pretty soon. You know, quite honestly. Um, but you know, and we don't always keep it totally serious, and we have lighthearted themes as well. But um, I think that a lot of the things that unite us as, as geeks or as nerds or as people who like um, this type of fantasy culture is that we're still all basically human beings and so you can have people that um, read the same exact comic book and can be completely divided on on who they would support in a presidential election. And while I think that there's, because we're, we're in Los Angeles and um, to an extent we live in kind of a um, a different type of environment than certain pockets in the Midwest. I mean, comics go everywhere, comics go internationally. Um, you know, that what we look at as sequential art in America is very different than what we, we see in uh, Japanese manga, what we see in Italian fumetti, what we see in, in uh, French uh, bande dessinée. And that um, the different types of stories really speak to the type of culture that you're Five, in. Five, four, three, three, two, one. So, tune into Pod Sequential with Matt Kennedy. We go up every Sunday.
4: Do that. Hi, guys. Welcome to Battlecast, the show where we make your favorite characters kill each other. But first, <laughs> we talk about horrible and embarrassing things from our lives, which there are many, because we're <laughs> terrible people. Uh, First thing is I wanna I wanna go around and answer one more of your dating questions. We talk a lot about our dating lives on the show, because that's where yeah, horrible yeah. and embarrassing things happen.
2: I might I'll, I'll ask you guys my favorite dating question of the yeah. My yeah, five yeah, yeah, please, please. And you guys also think about your own answers for it. It's um, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you?
4: Oh, that's really? tough. That's a thinker. I I I got it. You're the best. There you
2: go, see? <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's pretty solid. I want a round to follow that, though, and then they break into song.
2: It's fun because it, it, it reveals so much about what people,
3: Yeah, I don't you know, know, what
2: you want in your life. or.
3: That was awesome. Let's that's see. a good one, too. Yeah. Dang.
2: We had a therapist on, and her answer was, talk to me.
4: Oh, that's weak.
2: <laughs> but for her, that's important.
4: Yeah. Because yeah, she's getting paid for that time. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're on the clock. Talk to me. Go. 100 bucks an hour. Uh, that's a really tough one. I don't know if I have three words specifically. Like, I'd need to think on this overnight.
2: Somebody another guest said, "Like your boobs." She wanted her. <laughs> remember Lauren? Yeah. She said that she I like wanted some boobs. That's that. four
0: words. Though. Nice boobs, yo. Like your nice boobs. boobs, yo. There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or love your boobs. Type boobs, girl. Like yeah.
4: Boobs. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have an answer for that right now. That one's too hard.
2: Can you tell us some awkward dating stories?
4: Oh my god, like there's so many. Um, James is on my podcast. What's a good one, dude? Yeah, I know. I'm digging my own grave right now. Or
2: just other embarrassing stories. You said you had some fun. Eat one. the gum
4: instead. Yeah, when I'll just does. eat the gum instead, guys. Yum yeah. yum. One time, I got with a girl that had uh, she had hearts tattooed around her nipples instead of areolas. She had hearts. And I, asked, I was like, why did you do that? And she's like, I wanted to have porn star boobs. And I'm like, I've never seen porn with a girl with boobs like that. This, why did you do this to yourself? And she didn't have a good answer for that. And we didn't go out again after that. Um. Sorry. Sorry if you're listening right now.
0: She may have known that the things are CG, that as often they do the hearts and yeah. stuff. like Avatar, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah a Watch a lot of Avatar porn <laughs> like a
4: too. A I'm with you, bro, Nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe she saw a censored post and was like, that looks oh, great.
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she could have been real into that for sure. Um, other awkward dating stories. Pretty much every dating story I have starts or ends awkward. Um, Where
2: do you meet them?
4: I do a lot of Tinder dating. You're that's right. probably the first that's mistake that's so I make. Um... Uh (laughs) That's not a dating story, dude. It is a funny story. This is, uh, man, this is, I don't even know you guys. I guess I talk about this on my podcast all the time. I don't have to see your faces to look at me in disgust. (laughs) Please Uh,
0: judge him. One time me
4: and (laughs) and my bros were hanging out and uh, we were talking about furries for some reason. And I was like, you know what? I've never watched furry porn before. I'm going to fire some of that up on my phone right now. So I did, and there's a pink one and a brown one. I'm like, all right, furry porn, whatever. It's like exactly what I expected it to be. What type of animals were they? They're both foxes or wolves. You know, they could have been, yeah, don't look into it, but still. I don't
2: know. What is
4: this? And then the the girl one, the pink one, gets flipped over, and I'm like, oh, she's wearing a strap-on. And I'm like, oh, wait, these are two dudes. I've been watching gay furry porn for about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes now. (laughs) An <laughs> half an hour says... You weren't even there,
0: James. I like that every time you sell, tell the story, it gets longer. Like, the amount of yeah, time right. that you spent watching it. It's like, I watched it for three days. hours before I realized. <laughs> a <laughs>
4: fortnight! Yeah. No, it was uh, it was kind of a rough moment, yeah. And I, I never looked at myself the same. But let's get into a battle here, guys. I wanna, I'm going to recruit Aristotle here to battle with me. Um... And I think the characters we should choose are off these Moonraker cards that we have, because they're right in front of us. And there's some great characters on here. So, Aristotle, who are you going to be today? I'm going to be Jaws. All right, and I'm going to be Evil Assassin Chang. Um, And uh, we don't have a dice here to decide who goes first, so I'm just going to go first. Um, I have the power of horrible 1970s racism. So, like, if you guys could see this terrible caricature, like, what the fuck, America? Like, what's wrong (laughs) with you? Um, but he's holding some kind of gadget. It looks like a heat lamp, but I imagine it shoots lasers. So it's, my first it's, move—it's
1: the helmet of a kendo uniform.
4: Oh, it really is. But it shoots lasers, right? Because that's what I was about to do—is shoot a laser. Abso- absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna—I'm shooting a laser at Jaws.
5: No right pressure,
0: now. but this battle has to be decided in 10 seconds.
5: Uh, <laughs> the way that this is, Six, this card looks, five, it, I'm going to four. reflect the laser off of my metal teeth. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That is a killing blow. Okay, can and we real panelists, him. who won that battle right there, that two-turn battle?
0: I think it was Aristotle, right? He got the killing blow. Yeah, I'm going with the killing blow. All right. Aristotle, All right. you're up.
1: May I There's have the sword? There's a audience question. Oh, yeah. You have a question? Oh. Oh, he subscribed. Oh. What? You subscribe? Check. Come here. on up. up Ch- check the Aristotle.
0: phone. I'll keep it going while I yeah, yeah. check the out.
1: Uh, oh. I'm Aristotle. Welcome
5: to Meltcast 3.0. Uh, I didn't prepare any topics. It's usually a very topic-heavy uh, uh, topic.
1: Is Comic Con go?
5: Well, well, that was one thing that I did have in my news feed. I have a topic for you. Not necessarily a topic, but it's just a bit of information. Stanley's next for uh, Stanley of LA Comic Con has already filmed his next four um, cameos for wow. the next. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah. he's getting up there. So Stanley, villain they for? or hero? Uh, What are they for? In life? In life. Well, that that is kind of similar to the one thing that, like, I wasn't sure if I should bring it up here, but uh, have y'all heard about this Chelsea Kane? Um, Chelsea Kane, writer of Mockingbird for Marvel, just got canceled, said, but uh, the last issue has a a cover with Mockingbird on a beach sipping on some lemonade with a shirt that says, uh, ask me about my feminist agenda, and... uh, for whatever reason, the internet uh, just exploded and shat all over her on Twitter, and she quit Twitter, and it's disgusting, and uh, I just feel like it's the kind of thing that needs to be pointed out to be like, no, you're gross. Stop. Don't do that. And now it's, uh, it's, just, a, it's just sad news. Let us see if you all had some thoughts.
2: Yeah, guys, let's make a deal today that we won't troll people on the internet. Let's be nice. <laughs>
0: That'd be great. Can we all, can we all raise yeah, our hand? All, like, Everyone the raise their hand here. We're going to
2: be nice people in life. It's okay. pledge.
0: I will not, not cyberbully. Cyber bully.
2: Cyber I will bully. Not cyber
0: and bully.
5: also subscribe to
4: all our podcasts. That's part of the pledge.
3: Uh, but.
5: To go back, you said Stanley, hero villain? Do you mean in terms of history with In terms Jack of history, Kirby? yes. In terms of uh, credit, I did hear that he recently, like I guess, allowed that Jack Kirby be credited on everything now. So now you'll be seeing created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. That the he didn't allow that. Coming. They they or, settled. Or, or, Marvel oh, seven, settled yes, out of court. court. Okay. Um, I was yeah. at, I wasn't sure of the details. I just know we're going to be seeing his name more. Yeah. But uh, I don't I don't know what uh,
1: what were his cameos.
5: You no? Know? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. We're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. but uh, I keep
2: hoping I bump into him here.
5: <laughs>
2: I'm like, maybe? He,
5: he was I'm, the-
2: don't say that. No, where was oh. he? He came by the booth this morning. Gosh, no! Oh, really? Did he really? Yes,
1: Aristotle, since what? you weren't here, I here and time. I was the only one here. What time? <gasps> He Why came, did you not take a picture? We were he all came late. Came by at like we, were, no, we were yeah, there. He, were there early. Really. He pretty early. We yeah. came by with Regina, and they they were on their way to a, a press oh, announcement with the mayor tomorrow. that happened oh. at nine o'clock. See, well, even go. though See, back, I
3: firmly believe that I would, his needle goes a little bit more towards villain in my world. I, I, agree. I would still love to meet him.
0: Yeah. Can I mm-hmm. can I quickly add that magic happens at the Meltdown Network booth? 12.05 on the floor where For we're real. giving away free trading cards and buttons. Woo. Sorry to interrupt. Just thought I'd oh, mention yeah. that. We're
1: also giving away a raffle. And oh, yeah, we're guys. Also today isn't the
2: only prize. Tomorrow, if you come see uh, the Kinda Dating panel at 3 uh, o'clock, we are uh, talking to some YouTube stars on Is It Safer to Date a Nerd? And we're giving away a $100 gift basket so you can get a raffle ticket at the Meltdown booth yeah, um, and them. when you enter. So double your chances. And we're also
1: doing live records. So if you want to actually see an episode of something that was discussed up here, we'll be doing live records throughout the rest of the con. So I'm giving you an
0: extra minute.
5: (laughs) I want to give a shout out to that Doctor Strange back there because I am super excited for the movie. Uh, Nobody can tell, but I tried making a Metalhead Doctor Strange uh, cosplay, but it's, it's difficult because I couldn't put the gray. I didn't sh- <laughs> shave. But Doctor Strange, very excited for it. Wow. I hear nothing but good things. Yeah, All right. I too. Same. I too have
3: heard good things.
5: So, in
2: general, do you guys out here in the audience, do you guys listen to podcasts? Who yeah, it's like a podcasts? Raise oh, your hand. Oh, nice. That's like a, lot, a big That's community. A lot of
0: also, nice
2: and uh, growing. <laughs> raise your hand if you
5: listen on, through iTunes or iPhone
2: iTunes. Google and Play? Stitcher? Hell no. I uh, know what's it. A, no, uh, no. What's,
1: uh, what's the <laughs> blog Talk Radio? Blog Talk blog Radio?
2: The, so the most beloved. Po- Podcatcher.
1: Anybody do Podcatcher? We
5: are. Do y'all listen to a podcast on Spotify?
1: Podbay? Oh, Podbay, pod Bay, yeah. Spotify. Got it, got it. Got Anybody it. do something that we haven't mentioned? SoundCloud. Oh, right. right. But, does, but SoundCloud doesn't have stuff that's not on SoundCloud, right? True. Yeah. That's, that's my only question.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the panel just became you guys. Like, oh, yes. Tell us about Actually, your podcast. Actually, let's, let's make the it. panel you guys.
1: Is, yeah. I if, like
0: that. This is a data uh, entry panel. We're so, going <laughs> to collect data. <laughs> so if you guys have questions for, uh, for any of our hosts, uh, now is the time to ask. And if you uh, ask a question, I'll give you a free trading card. Ooh. Ooh. The uh, go ahead and uh, yeah, let's. Uh, anybody have any questions? Uh, let me let's let's reintroduce ourselves so people Thank can uh, make sure to find our stuff. So Aristotle, starting with you, your name and your show. Uh,
5: Aristotle, Melcast 3.0. We're at Melcast on Twitter, I believe. Yes, at Melcast, and
4: Melcast 3.0 on Facebook. What's your last name, by the way, Aristotle? Like you must have a cool one, right? Acevedo. Acevedo. That uh, was. Thinking of something Greek, but all right. Uh, uh, Dan Brozo, I do Battlecast, and this guy's on it too. That's James, James Pugh. He's shaking his head. <laughs> Don't involve him. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're
3: on all of the places you can get podcasts. So check us out, it's pretty fun. I'm Matt Kennedy, Pod Sequentialism with Matt Kennedy. Um, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PodSec, which is P-O-D-S-E-Q. We're on Facebook. Uh, You can hear the podcast on the Meltdown uh, Network page, on iTunes, on Blog Talk Radio, and um, on YouTube.
2: Hey, guys, Natasha Chandel. with Kinda Dating. You can follow us at Kinda Dating on all the socials. And we just recently had um, our guest Sunny Leone, who is a former adult entertainment star turned Bollywood star. Nobody knows
1: who that is. That's why I'm
2: explaining who she is. Um, She's a huge Bollywood star, and she actually just posted about our show to her 20 million fans on Facebook. So we're doing it. Cool.
1: I'm Mason Booker. I, uh, I host Anime Attic. I also co-host History of the Batman with London, which I forgot to mention before. Both of those shows are available on iTunes and Google Play as well as Stitcher. And, uh, yeah. And I host... Shout out real quick to the Wonder Woman Batman I was going to say, you guys, yeah. you guys- oh, Hello, We're amazing. watching
2: you. We see you.
0: And uh, I host Tupac's Two Packs TWO Packs, the trading card comedy show, which you can find on iTunes and wherever podcasts are not sold. Uh, we're also on Twitter at uh, TWO Packs Podcast. Uh, anybody have any questions for I the group? I saw him, he
2: had a question. What's, what's your name? I'm Ken. Ken, what's up? No, it's Strawberry 17, um, Octopimp, and Cecily Jenkins. So she is big in the cooking, gaming lifestyle. Octopimp is in gaming, and Cecily is a female comedian.
0: Want a trading card? Oh, good. (laughs) Good. Next question. If you don't
3: volunteer, we're going to pick you.
2: I know, I'm going to ask you questions.
1: What's your question, random purple puff hair girl? <laughs> um, okay. for, this is for everyone, each of you, what, the, what you for
0: the podcast, how did it really begin for you guys? Excellent question. Uh, well, for me, I collected trading cards as a kid, um, and it got to a really, a point, I love them so much, but it got to a really crazy point where... I had so many like binders that it was binders and binders of trading cards. And of course, you know, what happens is you go to college and they all get thrown away or they get, and, uh, and I missed it, but I, I recognized the problem of collecting them was, uh, was a problem for uh, my, sto- my space. I have a, a small apartment, um, but I still wanted to, uh, to go back to trading cards. So I thought, well, it'd be fun to open these with uh, some of my funny friends. And, uh, and then we give them away afterwards. We actually give uh, trading cards away at Meltdown Comics. So if you go to the store, uh, I put a little free stack of trading cards there for people to take. So.
2: Dope.
1: Um, well, let's see. Uh, I I got in. I started. I was hired as a uh, audio engineer for the podcast network, and I and I have always enjoyed radio drama. So this was a a good jump for me. And then I got really into it, and they hired me as a producer. And then um, I I thought that I'd like to do my own show, and I noticed that there wasn't a show about anime. So I was like, oh, I'd love to do... By the way, we're having a panel at 1.30 in room 301A. If anyone wants to come to the Anime Attic panel, we have some awesome voiceover uh, talent. But anyway, of dubs. <laughs>
2: uh, but that's how I got in, and it's, and it's good times. Um so I started kind of dating because I have ridiculous dating stories and then I realized obviously as you talk to anybody they start sharing their ridiculous dating stories Um, and instead of creating like an advice show because who the heck am I to really give people advice we decide to instead share our opinions on a dating topic and yes a lot of times we do act as voice of reason or or I try to um, while sharing stories so this way you get to learn about a celebrity or an expert so sometimes we have people from you know, heroes, Ando so like James Kyson to a Bollywood star, Sunny Leone but then we've also done like a breakup episode where we had a therapist come talk to us about like healing um, through a breakup because I, my boyfriend and I broke up uh, in the middle of shooting our podcast. So um we you know it's just address real life issues and we uh, share stories and uh, try to make it in kind of a fun lighthearted way and this way you get to learn about celebrities from a different angle. You
1: actually broke up on the Yeah, I was going to clarify. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it happened not. during it happened As, during the yeah. time period that we were recording when I started the, first the podcast.
2: Season. I was when we first started oh, just recording in general, I was in a relationship and then a few episodes in I wasn't, so instead of like the person I've been talking about on the show, I just decided to address it on the show that, hey, guys, now I'm single. So um, let's talk about breakups. Maybe for like a, if there's <laughs> like a sweep week for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I've done it. A, we, there's an episode coming on. Uh, should you be friends with your exes? And the guest is my ex. So there we go. I've, Stuff I've you had, should listen to. I've
3: had two of my exes on the podcast. <laughs> it's fun. I won't say which one, so you have to listen. You'll figure it out. Um, is, it,
1: is it Dan Madigan, head it, of WWE? It's right? Dan Madigan, head of
3: WWE. No, it's Dan Panosian. Um, no, the um, my podcast. The, uh, mine is sort of one of extreme nepotism. Um, in that um, I've known Gaston Dominguez since... Um, Who is 19- the owner of Meltdown the Comics. The owner of Meltdown Comics. Uh, since 1991, and we worked together at a shop called Fantastic Store, which, has anybody ever seen the movie True Romance? Woo! That's the comic book store in True Romance. It's not in Detroit. It was on Highland. It's now gone. It had a giant papier-mâché thing that hung over the, um, the store, and it was called Fantastic Store, the Fantastic Four, and um, so I did all the um, the set design for that shop for the movie. And um, we're reminiscing about this not too long ago at Meltdown with Don Murphy, who was the producer of the Transformers films, who was actually homeless at the time and living in the comic book store. So there's a great American success story. Uh, Read comics, get rich, Don Murphy.
0: It'll happen to
3: everyone. Yes, all of you, I promise. Um, and, um, someone overheard, I think it was Adam, um, Silverstein, Silverstein, who was originally the, um, producer of the podcasts, and, um, is also a co-host of, um, the History History of the Batman Batman.
1: and on some hip-hop-ish.
3: Yes. And, um, they were like, you, you've got all these amazing stories from just being at the right place at the right time. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of the Forrest Gump of nerd pop culture. Um, and having, you know, I worked at, um, the nightclub that launched the goth scene in Los Angeles. I was um, here for the tail end of the Sunset Strip during the hair metal days. Um, Was working at the gallery that started pop surrealism in the lowbrow art movement, which I actually still run. And um, and over the years have just accumulated, as you do being and working in Los Angeles, um, acquaintances and friends that are famous to certain demographics. And so Gaston was like, you should totally do a podcast. And I was like, well, what, what would I talk about? He's like, well, you could talk about anything, but you know, if you wanna make it art-centric, you could do it about the book that you wrote, the pop sequentialism book. And so we took the um, the idea of what makes a collaboration important, and then it just quickly Morphed and, and uh, mutated
0: hey, uh, into something else. I'm sorry, man, I've got to cut you short. Can, uh, quick, quick answers from, uh, from you two guys, and then sure. we've got to get going. <laughs> yes.
3: um, Re- really quickly, really quickly, though. Yeah. Tomorrow night, tune in uh, here at the convention. Uh, tomorrow morning, actually, at 11 o'clock, um, I'll be running the Gerard Way panel for the young animals. So. Cool. Pod sequentialism.
4: Dope. Uh, Battlecast started basically when uh, me and two of my other friends got dumped and uh, we needed something to do. I'd worked in radio for a long time, and all my buddies wanted to do a podcast, and we're sitting on that guy right there. We're on his balcony in Pacific Beach, San Diego, and we're both drunk, and the idea had hit me earlier that day, and I'm like, hey, what if we do a podcast where we take guys and we fight them? And he's like, all right, sure. So then we started doing it, and that was you know, almost three years ago. So that's Battlecast right there. Funny enough, three years ago
5: I used to record Melcast 2.0, which has since which has been long dead. Uh, and then Gaston uh, came to me and was like, "You know, we should we should bring that back, you and whoever else." And I said, "Sure." And uh, here I am now. <laughs>
3: yes. Also
5: Got- with the Nerdist, correct? Oh yes, I because of Melcast 2.0, I now work for Nerdist. By the yay. way, yay! You, any any weirdos? Fans up there?
0: Well, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the Meltdown Network crossover panel. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes. If you search for uh, Meltdown Network you should, or Meltdown Comics, you should find uh, all of our shows listed there. Thanks so much for coming out. We appreciate it. Right, out. Thank you,
3: guys.
2: You guys are heroes. Thank we did you guys it. for coming. Woo.
0: Two Packs was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevier. Logo by Kenny Kyle. Like the show? Rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners as cool as you. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs Podcast. That's T W O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with a G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for you to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other.